0: Knowing which deductions apply to you as a landlord will help you take full advantage of available tax benefits during filing season, allowing you to keep more cash in the bank. In this podcast, we discuss several equipment and supply deduction categories to keep in mind as you gear up for the big tax day. By learning your deduction landscape now and by tracking potential deductible purchases, your life will be much easier on tax day. Hello everybody, my name is Chris and I want to thank you for joining us for another value-packed tenant cloud podcast. If you want to be a more informed, better educated, and successful landlord, then stay tuned. With over a decade of property management experience, we bring you short and sweet bite-sized pieces of incredibly valuable property management tidbits in 15 minutes or less. Knowing which deductions apply to you as a landlord will help you take full advantage of a bit vi- of available tax benefits during the tax filing season and that allows you to keep more cash in the bank so it's important that you know what those are. Um, we're going to list several equipment and supply deduction categories to keep in mind as you gear up for the big day. Uh, and You can use these to uh, track your own list of deductibles. And by learning your deductions now and tracking them, uh, it's going to make your life a lot easier if you are um, filing taxes, which I'm assuming you're doing this year if you were in business in 2019. And so we're going to jump right into this. As always, we try to keep these podcasts under 15 minutes and just make sure that they provide value and are packed full of information and not a lot of fluff. So uh, bear with me. We're going to jump right in and grab a pen and paper and make sure you're taking notes or just... uh, have this uh, podcast on hand so you can listen back through it if you want to refer back to anything that we're talking about here. And as always, just keep in mind that uh, anything that we discuss on these podcasts is strictly informational only and uh, under no circumstances whatsoever should this be considered legal or accounting advice. So if you have particular questions or issues that come up as you listen through this podcast, uh, definitely consult with a tax professional. So that being said, uh, we're going to jump right in and get started on this. With the most recent tax changes, uh, things just got a little bit easier on doing taxes at the end of the year and a little bit easier on your finances as well. These changes give you added flexibility so that with certain deductions like purchasing, leasing, or renting equipment, and in years past, you could write off supplies in full within the year of purchase, but you couldn't do the same with equipment. Supplies are typically being short-term assets that you generally use within a year and pieces of equipment being long-term assets that you use over several years. So to deduct long-term assets in previous years, you would have had to take incremental deductions on your taxes over several years under depreciation schedule. Uh, This is generally no longer the case now with the new new rules in play. Now you can typically deduct a large chunk, if not all, of the business equipment costs in the year you place the business equipment in service. Uh, So then the next question is obviously what equipment qualifies for a complete write-off in the year it was purchased according to the new law. Uh, Glad you asked. The equipment you use 100% of the time solely for your business is typically what can be written off in full for the year that it was purchased and implemented in your business. However, if you use the purchased, leased, or rented equipment less than 100% of the time, but more than 50% of the time for your business, you can still write off the business use portion of the equipment in the year you purchase it. Uh, that might seem a little tricky at first, but you can calculate that pretty quickly by taking the total equipment cost and multiplying it by the percentage of business use. For example, if you buy some business equipment for $1,000, but let's say you only you only use it for uh, 90% of the time for business and 10% of the time for personal reasons. You can write off $900 for business use because you basically take uh, 90% of that $1,000, which is $900, and that is the portion that you used for business purposes. So that is the amount that you would use. So uh, it's just a matter of if the equipment, like for instance, like uh, computers and things of that nature, if you're a lawnmower or whatever, if you're using it for your business, or these are examples, um, just general examples. If you use it for personal and business, you just wanna make sure that you're making sure that you track what percentage of the time that you're using that for business versus personal, vice versa. What are some of the equipment and supplies that landlords can generally deduct? Um, so we're gonna get into some specific categories here Um, and some specific examples of things that you can typically deduct now. So for indoor maintenance, for instance, if you're turning over units yourself, you're probably going to have a pile of reusable supplies. And in most cases, you can deduct most, if not all, of the associated maintenance supplies and equipment. Uh, Here's an example of what some of those items might look like. Uh, Paint, primer, paint buckets, trays, paint brushes, rollers, spackle, putty knives, drop cloths, face masks, locks, keys, et cetera. Uh, In addition to these items, you may be able to write off maintenance items in the year of purchase if the items were used for maintenance purposes. Now, if the items were used for improvements, that's different. You'll need to use a depreciation schedule for the tax deductions because those things were... uh, We'll cover that in a second. But some examples of that would be Um, Purchases you might be able to write off might be plywood, sheetrock, tape, paint, nails, screws, nuts, bolts, ladder, toolbox, that type of stuff. So then you're probably wondering, well, what's the difference between maintenance and improvements? Uh, Some people get mixed up, but it's really simple to really narrow that down to the answer to a single question. Uh, The question is, does the project improve the value of your property and extend its useful life or simply maintain it? Here's an example. A tenant leaves a hole in your wall, the supplies you use to fix it would be for maintenance and that would typically be a fully deductible item. If, however, you purchase and use the supplies to add a new room to your property, it would be considered a property improvement and you would only be able to deduct the supplies through a depreciated schedule over the useful life of the property. So if you have more questions, detailed questions about that, that may be one of the things that brings up some additional questions. Definitely recommend that you speak with a tax expert on that. As far as outdoor maintenance goes, here's a few more ideas for you. Um, Maintaining the grounds of your rental unit um, is definitely gonna incur a lot of expenses, especially if you have any type of yard, fencing, that type of stuff. Um, So, Or if you have winter, you have all four seasons, like summer, spring, winter, all that good stuff. So here's some ideas for that. Lawn mower, lawn edger, lawn rake, leaf blower, bush trimmer, vegetation clippers, driveway sealant, patchwork, concrete, Uh, walkway ice melt, snow shovels, snow blowers, all that kind of stuff is typically going to be uh, deductible. For cleaning, a lot of people miss this one, general cleaning stuff. Like maintenance supplies, you can deduct cleaning supplies used on your rental properties. Another principle to keep in mind while building your list of deductions is the difference between deductions that apply to your business as a whole and deductions that apply to specific properties. Now, when you use certain supplies only on one property, you typically would deduct them from that property and not for your other properties. But if you purchase supplies and you use them across all the properties, well, then you would typically write them off for the entire business, not just the individual properties. A list that um, gives you some ideas on that type of stuff could be anything from as simple as uh, cleaning rags and solutions all the way to vacuums, mops, scrub brushes, dusters, gloves, mop buckets, Uh, sanitization sprays, all that stuff, especially with uh, the coronavirus risks and things like that that are going on right now. uh, Cleaning costs might be a little bit more expensive than what you would typically spend on a rental unit. So um, it's just something to keep in mind that that is typically something that people miss when they're doing their taxes. So definitely keep track of that. Uh, There's a lot of um, items for the office that you can write off. And one of the items that most landlords want to know about is computers. And you want to know if you can write off your newly purchased computers. As things currently stand, the answer is typically yes, you can write off 100% of your new computer in the first year of purchase. And that is from a new change available to business owners because of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Um, Since computers are considered qualifying property and are no longer classified under the TCGJA as a listed property, which is property determined as easily used for both personal and business reasons, and that require you to keep strict usage records to prove business use. And so they are subject to bonus depreciation. And under bonus depreciation, you can typically deduct 100% of your qualifying property purchase in the year that you purchased it. This means that that newly purchased computer, either new or used to you, or new to you, uh, no longer has to pass the 50% business use test to be written off in the first full year of purchase. Uh, so here's a few other ideas. Um, things like printer, uh, printers, printer ink and toner, printing paper, folders, labels, binders, pens, paper, staplers, thumb drives, office furniture, all that type of stuff are all things to keep in mind for your office and for equipment deductions. And of course, this is a tenant cloud podcast. So it's important to note here that if you do use a software, which we highly recommend that you use software to track this stuff, because if you're tracking it live throughout the year, then you don't have to really worry about it uh, later on, trying to track down all kinds of stuff and determine where the expense was should be allocated to. Is it to a property? Is it to the business, et cetera? So, uh, Tenant Cloud does allow you to track all of that, especially the equipment part. You, we actually have an equipment tool that you can actually track equipment for each property, each unit, and you can track these expenses and these things associated with those pieces of equipment, and that automatically gets pulled into your accounting reports in Tenant Cloud, which is fantastic. It saves you a lot of work, and it automatically connects the dot in the the dots in the event that you were ever audited. When we talked about this in one of our previous uh, tax podcasts and webinars that you need a system of record, and so Tenant Cloud provides that system of record by automatically associating all of those things that as you enter them, and it's automatically tracked in the system, and it acts as the system of record on uh, for you. So um, things like this podcast, if you are listening to this podcast right now on your phone, and you're using this podcast as a way to improve your business and your education for your business, your phone is technically a potentially eligible tax deduction for when you, when you do your taxes. So uh, just a lot of stuff to keep in mind and definitely recommend that you do speak with a tax expert to make sure that you are getting uh, and taking advantage of all of the possible tax deductions that you are eligible for. Uh, because in real estate, as anybody could tell you who's had experience in real estate for any period of time, Taxes and accounting are the single biggest part of your real estate business that you have to have mastered and make sure that you're following um, and taking advantage of all of the tax uh, benefits and breaks that you possibly can. Again, it is important to note that the information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only and under no circumstances whatsoever should it be considered legal advice. If you have any particular questions or issues regarding taxes, deductions, et cetera, definitely consult with a tax professional. As always, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this Tenant Cloud podcast. We hope that you have found value in the time that you've spent listening to it. And if so, feel free to share this podcast with any friends, friends colleagues, family members who you believe may benefit from the information we've discussed. Feel free to leave us leave us a rating on any of the podcast platforms that you can find this podcast on, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or even on the Tenant Cloud YouTube channel where you'll find uh, full system demos, webinars, other media content. And for more information on taxes and to read the blog posts that this podcast is based off of, You can find our blogs at tenantcloud.com forward slash blog. And again, thank you for listening. And we will look forward to speaking with you next time.